and welcome to episode four of Stace and Barry in the morning. I've got to stop doing jazz hands. I'm never going to stop doing jazz hands. Hello, I'm Stacey. I was going to do like a whole thing like Barry did last time where I was like, oh, hello, I'm someone else. But um, my improv part of my brain has just died. <laughs> After half an hour of technology issues, I'm just like, I'm Stacey, get on with it. And joining me on the uh, comfy sofa of Geeky Times, it's my delightful co-host, hopefully not George, it's Barry. <laughs> Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, living on a prayer. Take my hand and we'll make it, I swear. Whoa, living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. What was that in Adolf? (laughs) (laughs) What was that for? (laughs) I promised myself that next time I had any difficult technical difficulties on a podcast and I solved them that I would sing Bon Jovi living on a prayer. It has nothing to do with the fact that I was watching Lip Sync Battle about 20 minutes ago. Well, not 20 minutes ago, about an hour ago. I was going to say, 20 minutes ago, we were still going, why can't we hear each other? (laughs) (laughs) Technology, you bitch. Um, Yeah. (laughs) um, Well, that's that's nice. I do love a good sing. Uh, 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 that was definitely a, a sing. Um, <laughs> it, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that you acknowledged it as a sing. <laughs> How are you doing, Barry? I'm doing very. Right? Well. I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm very busy as always, but I am doing. I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm happy on this Saturday morning. Oh, that's excellent. I am. Um, I'm happy because I got a sort of new job. Well, no, it is a new job. It's a new job. It's a sort of job. Yeah. Are you an assassin? Um, well, if I told you that, I would have to kill you. Um, no, I'm not an assassin. I'm going to be a fundraising assistant part-times, which means you'll probably be hearing me running around all the time on the internet going, give me some money. <laughs> um, but, you know, in a less aggressive and weird way. But it's exciting. Still sounds awfully like an assassin to me, especially when you um, said part-time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other half of the time I'll be assassinating. I mean, um, doing my current job. Because <laughs> did you say fundraising assistant? I did, yeah. Mm. Why? Change around a few of those letters <laughs> and you get fundraising assassin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the idea that I'm like, sponsor me to murder this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored murder from Stace. Stace kills people, are us. Stace kills people, are us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't really give it, a lot. I didn't give it a lot of thought. <laughs> I like the effort, though, that you went to for a moment there. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, should we, uh, should we bust a groove onto a little old segment? Let's crack on. Stuff a parrot because I'm nearly done. Stuff a parrot? It's been a, it's been a long week. I can't. I can't. I, can't even, okay. I, I don't even want to get into it. Just crack one. <laughs> I was about to say it's only Tuesday, but it's not. It's absolutely Saturday That's morning, right. so yeah, it has been a long, been a long hard week. <laughs> yeah. It's been such a week that I don't even remember half of it, and it almost feels like Tuesday, and I've still got the rest of the week to go. But no, it's Saturday. Oh yeah, tell me about it. Um, what segment are we going to do first, Barry? Because I'm not prepared. I don't know, but you, all I know is you're going to have a cracking trumpet sound when you do it. So hey, let's move on to our first segment of. Stacey and Barry in the morning, episode four, which is educating Stacey. Uh, 
<laughs> no, see, you put too much pressure Jesus. on me and then I failed miserably. <laughs> I mean... I <laughs> that may as well have been a fart. <laughs> no, because I'm sure if you'd farted, it would have sounded better than that. I don't know, mate. I've got some pretty bad stomach times today. <laughs> do, you to, do you want to take another stab at it? Not farting, trumpeting. That's much that better. It was simple but yeah. effective, yeah. I thought. So, uh, welcome to this uh, part of the show, which I like to call Educating Stacey. My name is Michael Kane. Not a lot of people know that. I'm doing the Michael Kane impression, obviously, because this is uh, a rift on Educating Rita, which was a film starring Michael Kane and uh, Julie Waters. I've never seen it. <laughs> well, there you go. Boom. That's Educating Stacey done for this week. Come back next week when I educate Stacey on some more stuff that she's never, ever heard of. Wow. <laughs> I've heard of Michael Caine. Oh. <laughs> just, I've Great. just not seen that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that, that's, not what, that's not what I'm here. That's not what I'm here to talk about. I don't even know because I bet I'm going to say this and you're going to say, like, I've heard of this. Have you, especially if you listen to Geek Syndicate, have you heard of a show called U- Ultraviolet? Okay, oh. yes, I've heard of it, but I've never, I've never put my eyes upon <gasps> the show. Back that in the helps. game. So Ultraviolet, not to be confused with the uh, Ultraviolet film with Mila, the girl that was in all the um, Resident Evil films. Mila, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, that's yeah. a bit harsh. <laughs> I mean, you know, as in her. And right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this yeah. was a show. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, this was a show back in the, the 90s, naughty 90s. Naughty. And uh, I remember watching this show and absolutely loving it. So much so that actually I started writing. Yeah, I did. I started writing Fallen Heroes uh, the following year after watching the show. Now, I was already sort of planning to obviously write a book, but this show actually influenced me massively when I came to write Fallen Heroes. It's a show about vampires, um, and the blurb is Detective Sergeant Michael Cofield uh, discovers that his best friend Jack has gone missing on the night before his wedding. Investigating Jack's disappearance leads Michael into the path of a secret paramilitary, paramilitary vampire hunting organization supported by the British government and the Vatican. I'm going to stop there. Hmm. I'm stroking my beard, which uh, I do actually need to shave. But um, <laughs> uh, that sounds, yeah, that sounds intriguing. I, is it available in a manner that I can obtain it without doing an illegal so that I can tell you whether or not it, it was a good well, idea? Well, I think you can, <laughs> I don't know if it's streamed anywhere. I don't know like, if you can if you can still stream it on Channel 4, because obviously this came out a hell of a long time ago. I do believe you can find episodes mm-hmm. on YouTube. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. YouTube I can definitely do. There <laughs> I you know go. how to work oh, on YouTube. Also, as well, um, it's, only, um, it's only six episodes. Okay, um, I'm pretty much yeah. sold on it now. And I think what, what, <laughs> I, what I loved about it was the fact that they kind of, it was one of the first sort of uh, shows I remember watching where they kind of took vampire hunting and stuff quite seriously and they, they, they you know and this this whole kind of organization that's kind of run behind the scenes it was quite realistic actually you could believe that sort of thing went on mm-hmm. the acting is really good in it it's the first time i saw Ed- edris elba in anything 
Oh, I like him. He's yeah. a very handsome man. Uh, well, yeah, and a good actor. Which, which <laughs> helps. I don't want to say but whenever anyone talks about The Wire, which is where most people have heard of him, I always go, nope, he was in Ultraviolet and he was absolutely brilliant. Um, so much so that I, one of the character he played, um, inspired a character in, um, Fallen Heroes. Um, and this is where it gets all a bit weird. The character that I wrote was called Luther. Oh. Mm. Oh. See, now that's, yeah. I mean, I you're just a massive. It's only a matter of time before I get cease and desist from Eldris Elba's lawyers. But I'll, I'll keep going. It's all good. <laughs> so, uh, Luther, shame. You did it, didn't you? You naughty serial killer, you. Sorry, I was. I watched an episode of. Um, <laughs> oh, what's that shitty now? Well, I can't remember what it's called. Right. Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he accidentally writes an obituary for a lady and puts, like, you know, beloved right, Contus okay. instead of aunt. <laughs> Sorry, right. no, the words in my head. It's all right. Are you okay? You want to take a moment? Or, or can we continue? Mm, no, it's. <laughs> No, it's fine. Good. We can absolutely continue. But um, you've pretty much sold me already, though, so I don't know what else you're going to say. That's well, I was actually going to say, should we move on to the next segment? I was going to say. Oh, yeah, let's do that then. Wow. Also, did you, did you ever watch, um, did you ever watch so, True Blood? so professional. I did, uh, but I don't know if this is going to help you or not. I really liked True Blood for, like, two seasons that's right and then I just um, hate all I was going to say is the bloke who plays vampire Bill <laughs> is, is in this yeah <gasps> yeah he's, he's in this there okay. we go yeah no I'm definitely sold there it's full of totty you should have just yeah. said hey Stace it's full of totty alright yeah <laughs> I, well, that, like, I, might, I thought I need to stretch it out a little bit then there's a lot of totty in it go and watch it <laughs> I might just do that next time I do it <laughs> yeah yeah maybe Unless it hasn't got totty in it, because okay. you can't false advertise totty. We ha- you have. You've said totty too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pick of the week. Do it. Right. Oh, pick, the, pick of the fortnight. Jazz. Jazz. Um, it's me. It's me. I get to do a pick of the fortnight. And um, I'm pretty much surprising nobody. <gasps> going to talk about Rick and Morty. <laughs> Shocker. Barry! Barry! So, so have you watched all of the series three of that's happened so far? I'm lying. Shut it. What? Uh, of course you are, because I would have had to have d- driven yeah. all the way, I can't drive, to d- wherever you are, up or down somewhere, and give you a clip round the ear. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I don't. Well, I do know where you live, but then I suddenly yeah. thought I probably shouldn't yeah, pronounce it. I don't know. Ninjas will find me and kill Be me, weird. so please don't. Yeah, that's true. And I'm a part-time assassin now. I mean, assistant. I've only, um, seen, two, I've only so... seen two episodes. I want to make that clear before you start. <gasps> okay. No, that's fine. Okay. So I, I'm concerned about how much I'm going to spoil this, but I'm only going to spoil a little bit of what happened in the first episode. Because that came out on April Fool's Day, and I feel like three months ago is an acceptable amount of time. And I'm stalling a little bit to give people time enough to skip this if they don't want to hear it. But one of the things that I've been really liking about this series so far is that they've taken Beth and Jerry's divorce and like actually run with it as a thing. 
um, rather than just like shoving it under the rug and just carrying on doing like sci-fi extravaganza times. It's like actually a legit thing that's affecting people. Bless you. Bless you, Rich. <laughs> Rich is just watching the football. Twist. That's not on because it's, cause it's Saturday morning. There's no football on. Um, <laughs> when is this conceit going to actually be acceptable? Um, <clears throat> so, Rick and Morty. Now, you know how much I love this show because I forced a bunch of um, Series 2 reviews upon the Geek Syndicate website when it was out a little over a... Well, it was almost yeah. two years ago now, for crying out loud. Um, and then I basically like forced you into watching it because I was like, Barry, I don't know. I'm going to have to <laughs> reevaluate our friendship because you haven't seen Rick and Morty and it makes me do a sad. Which, to be, to be honest, that doesn't, it, it doesn't um, often happen where people just go on and on at me to watch something and in the end I watch it. Normally I go the other way and I go, oh, fuck you, I ain't watching that. <laughs> um, but I, I did... Yeah, this is you, true. You this is true. So um, and I, I'm so glad, I'm so glad I did. Um, I know Dave watched it. I think he watched, tried to watch the first episode, couldn't get into it at all. He said, didn't, didn't understand <laughs> it. But I, I, I understood it. I loved it. it. Spoke to me. I think the thing about Rick and Morty that makes me want to sell it to everybody that I know because I never want it to end is, um, the first, the pilot episode, I don't think really showcases just how like great it is because it does have a lot of fun bits and it does have a really like intriguing sci-fi storyline. Um, but it's not anywhere near as clever or juvenile or like fast paced, witty, awesome stylings as like the rest of the series gets to be. And I feel like Rick and Morty has just got better and better as well, to the point that now every time I start to watch an episode, I'm like, oh, at some point the only way is going to be down and I'm going to have a cry. I mean, I haven't hit it yet. It's still amazing. I can't believe all I can say is I <laughs> two uh, two two things in the first series, and I was like, I mean, in that in I can't think it was episode two, <laughs> episode three, where they go inside the blokes. There's like a theme park inside the guy's body. <laughs> yeah, that's my new Christmas staple episode. And that one of them's about to presents. die or something. And he's like, hold on, hold on. He's like, I can't hold on. Tell them, tell them, he's, tell them my name. He's like, what's your name? It's, it's Joe. I can't figure the guy's name. And then he just dies horribly. It's just. <laughs> 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 um, and, and obviously, uh, and you didn't even know why until I explained it to you. But obviously, uh, bird man or bird person. Bird person. Oh, I love um, bird Which person. you had no idea was based on a character from the Buck Rogers TV show. No, I just thought it was a guy who was part bird. Yeah, and until, you saw, until you saw the many, many images that I see. Yeah, alongside all the pictures yeah. of pigeons. Um, <laughs> pigeons not having Barneys. You imagine that Barney last time, I think. No, that, it all proper kicked off after the episode. But... I don't want to go on about it, but it, yeah, it, it proper got proper naughty. <laughs> um, <clears throat> bringing it back to uh, Rick and Morty, because <laughs> we can't half waffle. Um, yeah, I'm in love with this show because it's like, Possibly one of the smartest shows I've ever seen, 
whilst also containing some of the silliest stuff that just makes me like full on laugh out loud. Like in the f- <laughs> in the first episode of series three, there's a, a throwaway line, um, like an an alien engineer says, and they they get they actually get like massive voice acting powerhouse Maurice Lamarche to say the words. He may have manifested some kind of butt. <laughs> every time I hear it, I just can't stop laughing. It's amazing. But like, who? Just, oh, like I want to kiss everybody involved with this, which I think is probably a bit weird. So I should probably edit. No. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's just the best. It's the best show that ever existed in the history of ever. And I never want it to end. And I'm so glad it's back. Because I was missing it like crazy. Rich hates me and he wants uh, a pretend divorce because I just keep forcing him to watch Rick and Morty episodes all the time. Like whenever we've not got anything to do, I'm like, oh, I might just watch an episode of Rick and Morty. And he's like, I've seen it a thousand times <laughs> to like this show. I'm killing it for him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich, but I love it so much. To the point that I'm actually still a little bit sore about that competition that I didn't want to do a voice in it. (laughs) I'm still bitter about that, like really bitter. To the point that I think if I see that episode and the guy who did win the competition isn't amazing, I'm going to be really I've all got across the bit. I'm still waiting for my walk-on part for the next Indiana Jones film. (laughs) We can make it happen. I don't know how, but I'm sure we can do it. So, yeah. Rick and Morty, it's the best thing that ever bested. Like, it's one of those things that I can't even describe how great it is, even though I try really hard all the time. It is, it is a fantastic show, and it's basically, I can sum it up in um, one sentence. It's basically carry on back to the future. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. It kind of is. but But it's also like, Incredibly, like, yeah. dark yeah. and grim at times. Mm. It's good, though. It's so good, though. Watch it, everybody. I'm sure you all are. And the great thing is, as well, is that it's it's on Netflix. That's how I'm season, watching it. Um, Like, the day after it's yeah. in America. Yeah, so that's good. But it's really bad. It, I was going to say, it's really bad when you consider how much the internet likes to go, have you seen this thing? Yeah. There's every little detail yeah. about it. So, yeah, I get I get, I get overexploded and I have to watch it immediately, yeah. but it's good. Right. That has left me all of four minutes Ooh. to talk about moments to keep them. So, <laughs> so uh, good luck. do it. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's time for Barry's Moments of Geekdom. Yeah, I was going on. Really got four minutes. <laughs> Given the fact I got four minutes, I just, I just, I got lost in the music. Did you? Did you? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. So my my uh, moments of geekdom. Um, originally, I was going to pick a moment of geekdom from from Ultraviolet, but I, I don't want to pick that because it will spoil it for you if you watch it. Okay. Um, if you obviously you only watch the first episode, then turn around and go, "I don't watch anymore." Then I will I will tell you what it is next episode. Okay. Um, so um, my uh, actually, I'm going to change it because I've got it written down. It's got something else written down. I'm quite excited. I'm going to change it. My moment of geekdom comes from my childhood. Um, there was a show that I used to watch as a kid, on, and it used to be on a Saturday morning, 
Um, it was a puppet show. Um, it wasn't fun. The birds. It was uh, Captain Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Do you have you ever watched Captain Scarlet? Are you aware of Captain Scarlet? I'm aware of it, but I have a bit of a fear of puppets, like marionette style, like those kind of puppets. Keep listening. So Captain Scarlet had the intro. You you might have to force yourself to watch the intro, and this is my moment to get them. That as a kid, both excited me and absolutely terrified me. Right. So the whole point of Captain Scarlet was he was in he something had happened to him and he was indestructible. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way <laughs> and the way the the show would always start the same. We'd be walking down this dark alley and the um voiceover guy would be saying we'd be talking about the mystery on the enemies of earth and it'd be like blah 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 and he goes one man his fate has made indestructible captain scarlet and then these lights would come on and you'd see him standing there with a gun and then they would shoot and this is this was on saturday mornings at about 10 o'clock in the morning and you'd see a machine gun like they basically machine gun captain scarlet nice. um and he's just standing in the light, and obviously he's indestructible. Even though in the, in the show he actually would die and then come back to life, it's quite brutal. Um, and then you see him pull out a gun and shoot the camera, but obviously it's the bloke he's shooting, and you hear, oh, and then he drops to the ground. And then um, the next bit of it, it switches to like a graveyard, and his nemesis is called um, Captain Black, who was the coolest puppet villain, cruelest puppet villain who ever walked this god's green earth um it would switch to him and then it would kind of close in on his face and his eyes were all like fuck terrifying even now when i watch that little clip it still terrifies the hell out of me um but i absolutely loved that show and every time i watched that intro i was just in it so that's my that's my moment of geekdom captain black also made ronex sweaters look damned cool <laughs> I do love a good roll next sweater. I don't. I don't know if you've sold me on the idea. I don't. I don't know if you've sold me on the idea of watching this though, because saying like terrifying puppet that scared even you is not going to be helpful to somebody who's just terrified of regular old puppets. <laughs> I, I would say just because it's only you know the intro's like I don't know thirty seconds. I'd say watch the intro if you watch Duffy Curls because it is it is funny but a little bit scary. Um, but I just can't believe what they got away with back then because Captain Black proper kills people left, right, and in horrible ways. One guy he dropped a car on. <laughs> That's great. Like there's a there's a there's a mechanic working under a car and he kind of walks into the, to the place. It's like, hey, but I'm with you in the moment. And then he basically like turns the jack off. So like, hey, what do you do? <laughs> he just drops the car. Oh my god! <laughs> another guy. It's another garage. You must have a thing about garages. You know, you can get those sort of hydraulic presses that sort of go, you know, if you're on the car and you, the, the press will go up towards the ceiling mm-hmm. with the car under it. This guy's working on the car and it's the same thing. He walks in, he goes, oh, I'll be with you in a minute. And then he switches the press on and basically takes the car and this guy up into the ceiling and crushes him. Oh. Saturday morning. Saturday morning TV when I, I was a kid was harsh, unrelenting, and unforgiving, but fun. I, n- I mean, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't sound fun. It sounds like nightmare fuel. But just give give it. A, just give it a watch. Okay, I'll try. You maybe watch Rick and Morty. The least you can do is watch thirty seconds of Captain Scott. 
<laughs> yeah, but Rick and Morty's good, isn't it? <laughs> <gasps> I was just about to say, Rick and Morty, though, isn't like grim and gross, but it absolutely, absolutely really? is. Really? Like all the fucking time. <laughs> this is tame compared to some of the shit they pull in Rick and Morty. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but the most recent episode is it's fucking gory as balls. <laughs> See. <sighs> anyway, I think I think we've I think we've done another episode there, Barry. I, I think I think we have. Cool. Technology will never stop us from doing a talk. Don't don't say that we ain't done yet. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you know what we have done though? Is we've we've done ourselves what? a lovely email address and a lovely Twitter, so you can come and you can yes, we have talk to us. Isn't that exciting? So if you want to get in touch with us, tell us to like you know waffle less or something, or be really nice to us because we're great. You can drop us an email at staceandbarry at gmail dot com, or you can do us a tweet at staceandbarry. I feel like I'm really over pronouncing the and, but I don't want people to think you it's are. Stace and Barry because it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got upset that I couldn't use an ampersand. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently the internet hates ampersands. Do a call sign okay. quickly. <laughs> well, I've, I've got something to say. Um, Ooh, sadly, uh, my one-man show, Rum Tum Tucker, is coming to an end. Oh, so, no. um, oh, uh, so it's a good it? news. It's a bad news, good news. Um, good news is, um, obviously I'm going on, I'm going on holiday for a little bit, you know, just retire the old acting cells, but I'm going to be back in September in my new one man show, Cockney Camelot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended that you haven't invited me so that this could be a two person show because cool, blimey, chim chimney, I'd be great at that. I know. There's, there's actually a cat at the door. <laughs> That's the proper scary. Proper scary looking cat. Is, is it your cat? No. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of, wonder, it's just looking at me. It's kind is of it, wandered away now. Is it a I'm, terrifying feral cat? Is it going to eat your unemployment checks? I don't know. But Steve needs to get out of that earning his keep, I tell you. <laughs> Steve's just licking himself like, shut case. up, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut up, you tosh. You can handle it. <laughs> Uh, um, yes, where was I? Cockney Camelot, yes. So, uh. I would actually legit go and see that <laughs> if it was a real thing that you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. Oh, dear. Just to see you dressed up as like Guinevere or whatever her name was. I don't know. Was that her name? I don't know. It was the bird in our. Yeah, it was. It was her name. See, yeah. I know my shit. Yeah. You do. Well done. Well done to you. Check me out. Right, Brad's up. We're going. Um. Yeah. Get your coat, we're going. But yeah, see you on the, the something, the flip, flippity, flappy doodles. <sighs> I don't know how to do a cool oh. sign off. I ne- I just, I need to plan this better. Hey everybody, I'm Barry, that's Stace. This is the morning. Go out, <laughs> have crazy adventures, and we'll see you soon. Take it easy, peeps. Bye. That was definitely better than me just going flappity flip flops or whatever I <laughs> said. <laughs> Ten points to you, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>